What's the question, retard? I want the gold. Give me the gold. I want the gold. I don't even want to talk to you. Let's get the fuck away from me. They were for a company called Cerebral that offers affordable mental health care services online. Coster signed up, met with her prescriber online, and got a prescription all in a single day. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I gotta do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! But after that, every time I needed her help, she was never available. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Then later, she broke out in a rash, a potential side effect for which the drug's maker says patients should call their doctor right away. And I messaged back, letting them know it was spreading and getting worse. And they said that they were still trying to get a hold of that prescriber. They make it seem like they want to help, and then they get you. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff, and it told them to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. And they're gone. Coster is one of over a dozen patients who told CBS News they had problems with Cerebral's quality of care. It's like a fast food restaurant. Get as many people in as fast as you can. Me and my mama and my dad were in McDonald's. Melissa Butorek worked as a client coach for Cerebral. A particular area of concern for her, suicidal patients. Do you feel like clients who come to Cerebral or suicidal are in safe hands? No, without a doubt, no. Want to go fight the power with me later? Fight the power with you later? <laughs> what power? We're fighting. We're fighting a China power. Chinese power? Yeah, they're trying to come do the whole cha 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 on it. Medical records clerk? That was my shit, because uh, I used to sell mushrooms to the boss. Oh, you can beep out mushrooms or something. Uh, and so we would just sit in this medical records facility. And it was back when everything was on paper. Yeah. And we didn't have to do anything. That's what people well, are let's into. let's go find some shrooms, man. All right, I'll eat mushrooms with you. Burn, Rusty! Burn, burn! Burn, Rusty! Oh, yeah, don't you threaten me, you bitch. This shitty-ass rabbit stinks! I know. It smells like pussy! You want It smells like the house, yo! And motherfucker! Well, you can cut off every hair in my head, but I ain't telling you dang it like dang it like dang dang dong. I think you and that book and this whole class be a bowl full of shit. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. So right off the bat, we're about to kick things off with a clip, a little uh, PSA LA food clip of the day. I got us donuts. Those are so bad for you. Oh no, are they moldy? I mean, are they poisoned? Are you allergic? No, I'm just saying. Mm. You're judging my food choices based on a false standard of health again, aren't you? Guilty. What the fuck? That's that's the first part. And I just just is it poisoned? Is there a heroin needle in there? It's going to be like uh with Halloween candy. It's like don't take make sure you inspect it for heroin needles. It's like how is a heroin needle going to f- f- fucking fit in a fun-sized Snickers that just every single year gets smaller and smaller. It used to be kind of like a thumb. Now it's like a digit of 
your thumb. But uh, to me, a donut is unhealthy. Although they say a donut's better than a bagel if you're diabetic in, in, in regards to spiking an insulin response, which is like, sure, okay. But uh, next part. Diet culture, fat phobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food, and it shows up everywhere. For instance, harmful thought patterns like earning food through exercising, or that dessert is the reward for the punishment of eating vegetables. Remember that you do not need to earn food. I'm so confused at this. I really am. What are they... Oh, I need to re-listen to that one more time. Yeah. Diet culture, fatphobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food, and it shows up everywhere. For instance, harmful thought patterns like earning food through exercising, or that dessert is the reward for the punishment of eating vegetables. Remember that you do not need to earn food. I'm so confused. How does a system of oppression make a hierarchy of food? So the system of oppression would be like because you're eating mcdonald's and that's unhealthy because there's a food desert around you is that what they're going for for a system of oppression because there's a food desert around you and your only options are mcdonald's which everyone knows is unhealthy but now it's actually healthy because it can last several years in a car we are all incorrectly taught from a young age that our size and therefore the foods that we eat are markers of our self-worth. Moralizing food can lead to harmful relationships with food and disordered eating. Okay, I kind of understand the self-worth part, but I mean, it's definitely a ending, uh, it, uh, I can't pronounce a word, indentation, indignation, uh, you know what I'm looking for, you know what I'm trying to grasp at. It's it's a marker for how healthier you are because obviously somebody that's six hundred pounds, you know what is it the a thousand pound sisters where one's like eight hundred and the other one's two. Which one do you think is healthier? Which one do you think has more self worth because she can walk around? That's all I'm saying. Next clip. Instead of focusing on good and bad choices. Try to approach food with neutrality in mind. The only foods that are bad for you are foods that contain allergens, poisons, and contaminants. Or food that is spoiled or is otherwise inedible. Eat without guilt, regardless of what society says. <laughs> so that means McDonald's must be the healthiest food because it doesn't spoil. McDonald's. Is this... Is it is McDonald's putting this out? That'd make perfect sense if McDonald's is pushing food neutrality because we all know their fucking food is disgusting and it's chock full of preservatives, which I mean, and probably other chemicals that are banned in every other developed nation besides America. But I mean. And we all know, and I've said it again and again, we all know they don't spoil in a hot-ass car. When did you get that French fry? Is it still good? Because it looks good, and I bought it in 93. It's a 93 Toyota Corolla, if that existed. And the French fry came with it. Sure as shit.
Good Lord. So the only bad food is poisonous, spoiled. What, what was it again? For you are foods that contain allergens, poisons, and contaminants. Okay, allergens, poisons, and contaminants. Allergens. Well, then a lot of food is going to be considered bad food because a lot of people have soy allergens. People have fish, sell, uh, shellfish, milk. Um, did I say soy? What's another common one? Tree nuts. Um, yeah, what, what, isn't there eight? What are the eight main um, allergens? Main allergens. Here we go. Milk, eggs, fish, crustaceans, shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, soy, beans, and wheat. So I forgot about wheat. So... If you take that in consideration, a large portion of the food is going to be considered bad food for a lot of people. And if you want to now these days, if it infects a small majority of people, now we all have to cater to that. Now we're looking at most food is should be considered bad food because, I mean, lactose intolerance is a big thing. Gluten allergy is a big thing. Peanuts. <laughs> Can't have those on planes. Um, soy and wheat. So, I don't know really what they're going here for. Is this another way to circumnavigate the globe? And by globe, I mean uh, fat people and fat phobia. I, sh I should start calling fat people globes. And I mean that in the heart. I used to be a little hefty myself. And I slimmed down because... I stopped eating as much, and I went outside. So, food neutrality. Are they getting rid of the food pyramid? Because the food pyramid is obviously a little bullshit. I would move. So, my personal food pyramid. Most of what I, this is what pretty much I eat. So, this is what I ate last night. And you can call me disgusting. I don't care. I had brats i had potatoes and then i also had uh like little tuna fish meatballs and then uh kiwi and uh did i have anything i feel like i had something not great no i think that was it yeah so i mean i try to eat more whole foods that's me because processed foods contain contaminants and poisons and <laughs> and uh what was up allergens so the processed foods i'm not saying you can't get fat on just eating whole foods healthy foods you d certainly can i mean you could just say it's a calorie in calorie out type of thing and it is it is, but then you can take that and then go for the nutrients. That's level one is calorie and calorie at level two is nutrients. And that's what we're talking about. Because to me, cheese is going to be healthier than Cheeto Puffs. 
rice cake is going to be healthier than Cheeto Puffs. Rice cake plus um, almond butter, delicious. That's what I had that was an unhealthy sort of. I had rice cakes, almond butter with some regular old good honey, not that syrup shit, in a bear that's honey flavored or honey fucking natural flavored, natural flavored honey or whatever the weird terminology is that makes you assume it's honey, but it's and it's just syrup and then honey or syrup, natural flavors, then honey. It's like when you look at imitation crab, it's like pollock or whiting and then less than 2% crab. Um, or where, where am I going? Yes, food, food neutrality. Um, do I think this will gain any traction? Probably not. I mean, it just once again seems like a vague attempt to make being unhealthy and having unhealthy choices and doing unhealthy things um, a positive. And that's not great because at least in my world, in my account, in my perception, Unhealthy things just snowball into unhealthiness and it just feeds and goes downhill. And when you go downhill, I'm talking about depression. And you should go uphill, even if it sucks and it's hard. Even a steady, slow climb is better. And uh, yeah, so I don't think this is going to gain any traction because every uh, unless unless we start hearing Lizzo. If Lizzo becomes a spokeswoman for this, if we get Lizzo, who else? Um, who's a really fat, loud person, but not in a good way? Because a really good, loud, fat person is Chris Farley, is John Belushi. Um, Melissa McCarthy, when she was fat, and then she became skinny, and now we hate that bitch. Um, where's all my hefty broads at? Yes, them. Um, so I don't know what should be considered to, okay, what, what's considered bad food to me is going to be any ultra, pretty much what all the scientists, everybody normally says, everyone is always like, yeah, you know, I know it's kind of unhealthy, but, you know, it's, it's not like I'm eating tablespoons full of sugar and they're just talking about eating cheery, uh, like Lucky Charms. I know it's not great for them, but it's not straight sugar. And they're like, yeah, you're right about that. Um, so I don't, I don't think this will become something and I don't think it can because it's just so it's so far left field that only somebody that is like a yes bitch will yes queen like a loud fat woman with like bright just wears brightness to distract you from the fat I I I kind of I was gonna say fact, but then fat came in and it just fat. Um, so yes, 
just brightness. It's like a strobe light, and then you just see like you see the outline, but only for a split second because there's so much going on. It's like bam, large earrings, bam, bright lipstick, bam, fucking multicolored floral pattern shirt, bam, fucking large hat, bam, bangles, bam, whatever the fuck else, bam. And then you got cross-dressing Emerald Legacy because that bitch is walking around bamming everyone and bamming everything and fucking bamming food for damn sure because that's how hefty she is. She's a globe. We got to circumnavigate that bitch. To walk around is taking 30 days and 30 nights because why? She's also a vampire. And the reason she's a vampire and she's not. But in this case, she is. And the reason she is, is because that bitch sucks. And she wants everyone to become a lifeless soul. So, my thoughts are very clear. This is utter bullshit. And I think it's, it's I think... Wouldn't it? Be, I hope. I hope it comes out that it was like funded by McDonald's, like I said, or or Taco Bell or somebody that's just trying to make their food seem healthy. So as much as I flubber over words, um, I think politicians do it to a certain degree, and it's not like flubbering, like mispronouncing, but they often do that. It's a doubling down of just feel-good weird phrases um, to sort of MK-Ultra you. And here is a classic example of that. I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living sadly in um real unsettled times damn she's really trying to summon her inner mlk junior but it is coming out as just one line repeated i do believe i do believe i i do believe it's almost like a choir gospel song the way she says i believe i do believe like uh I'm, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right, and that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um real unsettled times. I believe. Yes, yes. If we believe, then you believe, and I can believe, because I believe in you, and you most certainly can believe in me. Bad times, I believe. Good future, I believe, and now you, me, we believe, I believe. This, this, I believe in. I believe, I believe in. Let me uh, switch things up a little bit. How about this? I do believe that we 
should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um, real unsettled times. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Preach, Kamala, preach. You believe. All right, Doc. So what an interesting way to uh, promote believing, or I don't know what exactly she was uh, trying to say but uh she definitely said she believes i wonder if she believes in uh, the fact that uh 25 percent of the world's prison population is in america and in america our population only makes up five percent of the world's population so you heard it here five percent of the world's population makes up 25 percent of the world's prison population thank you kamala for that thank you bill clinton for that thank you thank you and with that i leave you with something a little more mellow Welcome to another guided meditation. I hope you're wearing loose-fitting clothes that sort of gently move with the breeze when you're outside. And if you're not outside and not wearing loose-fitting clothes, I want you to visualize you're outside wearing one of those sort of dirty Disney Winnie the Pooh shirts that you see a woman in Walmart wearing that's three to five sizes too large and it sort of dangles just sort of teasing the kneecaps and you wonder is she wearing under is she wearing anything underneath and you also think to yourself I'm not that curious why the fuck would I think that so if you're outside or inside visualing yourself outside I want you to now breathe out Breathe in, not hyperventilate, but think of a man approaching you. And as he approaches you, he whispers into your ear, I can't afford my car insurance. And now you feel the tight grip of his hands around your throat. He says, if AB5 or whatever that bill was, they forced me to. You see, I am part of the gig economy. I'm part Uber, part Lyft, part Instacart, part DoorDash, part Grubhub, part Uber Eats, part everything in between. And now I can't afford my car So how can I go on? And you try with your last gasp of air to tell him to just drive without it. But that's not good enough. He wants to make sure that 
if he, in fact, gets into a car accident, he can also get a colonoscopy to see if he has um, colon cancer because it runs in the family and he also doesn't have health insurance in that his um, car insurance would cover any medical expenses. So he thought maybe there's a weird little legal loophole that he could get his asshole checked out on the DL. Now breathe in and try to see the story from his side. He used to invest everything in crypto. He would just wait in his basement at night, watching the Dogecoin go up and down and up, up and down, down and up and up and up and down, down and up. And every time it would go up, he'd get excited. He would get so excited, he'd open up a fresh can of peanut butter, and by can I mean jar. He'd open up a nice jar of peanut butter, slather it on, because hey, if every dog has his day, and today's his dog's day, then why shouldn't his dog's dog, a.k.a. not him, but his pet dog, have his day. And this man is not insane, but he's not well. You know, you ever meet one of those individuals? Now breathe out. Breathe out all those unwell individuals you've ran across. Now breathe in back to the story. This man lathers himself up and down with peanut butter and lets the dog lick anywhere the dog decides. And it's always where the peanut butter is, where the peanut butter hides. And this man lost it all. He bet it all in cryptocurrency and lost it all. And now his only source of passive income is becoming a modern day modern day um, Jack the Ripper an Uber Lyft Instacart DoorDash Uber Eats Jack the Ripper but unfortunately he didn't get one of those customers today he chose you he chose you left wondering if anyone will save you. And it just so happens you don't die, you wake up. You wake up in the hospital and you're in there for quite some time and when you get out you see the bill and it is the bill is actually not a bill. In fact, it's pages long. Pages long with everything they had to do to keep you alive. And after a couple pages through, you reach the end and you realize you're never going to pay it off. And maybe it was for the best that you died. You, in fact, wished you would have died. 
the only thing free in life is death and birth. But it's not because unless you give birth into a toilet or if you die outside with nobody to bury you, you're wondering how you're going to get out of crippling medical debt in this society that's so... By society, I mean America. That America has 25% of the world's prison population while only having 5% of the world's population. We live in the, the uh, prison-industrial complex society as long, along with the military-industrial complex society, big pharma-industrial complex society. You cannot escape... will turn into a nightmare and you're wondering how soon how painful your death will be how long it will take for your loved ones to pay off your bills because that's what America is it's crippling debt mixed with depression positive spin on the idea that maybe one day you'll be a billionaire because about 15 years ago we all wanted to be a millionaire but now you realize you want to be a billionaire when you can only afford one ply toilet paper to wipe your ass now breathe in the simple fact that wiping your ass with one ply means your finger is either getting in your butthole a little bit or it's a durable one ply that's more like sandpaper and you eventually rub your asshole raw and bleed a little. Now you can either spit on the toilet paper or run it over some water in the faucet if you're at home. You're not home. You're at McDonald's. You're at McDonald's, and now you you got to spit on the paper to wipe your ass for a little comfort. It would be quite insane to walk out there, use that faucet to get water, to wet the toilet paper to have a slightly damp yet soothing wipe of asshole relief.
dance and love it. So I just uh, stumbled upon this article. Veteran gay rights protester 74 who was at the 1969 Stonewall riots is attacked by pro-trans mob at Pride event for sign dismissing transgenderism as woman face. Fred Sargent, 74, was attacked at the 39th Burlington Pride Parade in Vermont after showing up in protest the misogyny and homophobia of the trans community. Sargent is famously known in the gay rights movement and was a co-founder in the 1970 Pride Parade March in uh, New York City known as the Christopher Street Liberation Day March. He also participated in 1960 Stonewall riots in New York City that broke out after police raided a gay club in Greenwich Village. Fans were quick to support Sargent, especially those who had recently detransitioned and others who had been pressured to transition. A gay rights protester, and this is from uh, dailymail.co.uk. A gay rights protester and co-founder, okay, just read that. Um, Sargent is against a recent gender ideology movement, which he says is homophobic and exclusive. Mugged at the Burlington Pride, Sergeant wrote on Facebook. So I went to a Pride protest. I went so I went to Pride to protest their misogyny, homophobia, exclusionary policies, divisiveness. I was met by screaming, multiple assaults, ageist comments, shoving slaps to the back of my head, pouring coffee on me, and repeated attempts to steal my signs. Hey, this is uh, the group that supports, that's so supportive and loving, except for anyone that is not in their mindset. So, you know, love is love unless you're not part of my group. What does this, this kind of reminds me of uh, something hateful. One might say a hate group. Um, being unsuccessful in their attempts to disrupt my protest and drive me away, the mob pushed me to the ground as a pride parade, as a parade parade ended, further injuring me. I mean, the man's seventy fucking four. That just shows you, like, you're really going to assault a seventy four year old. First off, come on. Um, he concluded while posting a photo of his controversial sign they stole or damaged more than $550 worth of my property this is a sign that young trans slash rainbow brown shirts and dresses went absolutely nuts over sergeant has been an advocate for gay rights since he participated in the six day stonewall riots in 1969 and Cole led the pride <laughs> Parade movement in in New York City known as the Christopher. Okay, I read that. This dude should just be like, I've sucked more cocks than you have ever have. How old are you? Okay, you're 23. I've sucked five times that amount of cocks in my life. I used to get my asshole rammed in the forest while running away from the cops. 
What have you done, little Miss Mr. Missy in a dress? Oh, you're so brave because you put on a dress. I got beaten <laughs> way before you were alive. And as you're beating me, he's just like, you trans. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a tr- trans uh, uh, female to male. And he's like, you hit like a woman. He's just getting beaten by, by uh, uh, male trans men and he's just like you got you got you hit like a woman and then the female trans and he's like fuck that hurts you hit like a man i thought you were supposed to slap me and be a wussy (laughs) that'd be so funny okay fred Sargent was attacked so his sign says black face woman face and then the circle with the line through it hashtag no thank you and then you see some uh Sergeant posted photos of the protest and his attackers on one of his sign reads, gay, not queer. No, thank you. Exactly. What does queer mean? I've always said queer is just a woman with a septum piercing and like a mullet. Uh, Pride parade attenders attempt to take Sergeant sign away from him as he stood in the middle of a crowd. I just love one person knocked him to the ground amid multiple slaps to his body. Fuck yeah, dude. I love people beating on the elderly. I think we should surround anybody that doesn't, any, especially old people. First, we need to start with those in power. That's funny. I bet these people hate this 74-year-old, but they might love Joe Biden because of his gaslighting ways of showing quote-unquote support. I actually seen an insane ad for something, and if I can find it, I'll add it in. Um, it was like Joe Biden supports unions and it's like just random videos of him. And the one that didn't show up was the one where he's like, you don't, I don't work for you. And he likes, and where he's yelling at a fucking, uh, whatever he was, a factory worker or whatever. Like, really? You think Joe fucking Biden is for unions? And the working class, you sons of bitches, you don't know anything. A crowd formed a circle around Sergeant and identified woman while the bra... Uh, unidentified woman? How dare you gender her? We don't know. We don't know. For, for first and foremost, if... The, uh, first and foremost, don't say that word. You don't know. First, you should say, and the identified... Just say... Th- Instead of saying unidentified woman, just say in the identified person. Don't gender them. You might get beat. The identified woman insisted she didn't hurt him before walking away. <laughs> so she fucking started like she look at oh this picture of her looks like she's crying. I didn't mean <laughs> I pushed a 74-year-old down and I punched him in the back of the head. I'm the victim here. Shut up. Mm. Sergeant showed one of the attacks on a video as a mob with pride for a... That'd be... That would be hilarious. He's 74. He's gay. He's... He's literally... He's the OG gay. Well, I, I guess you could go back and say further along. What about gay cavemen? But... Let's just say he's OG gay. He has gone through so much shit 
And then I, I, I think it'd be hilarious. This old gay man is getting beat to death with pride. I mean, he didn't get beat to death, but he, he's getting beat with pride flags. And he's like, you fuckers, <laughs> don't beat me with my own colors. Uh, and it'd be funny if like, uh, like an anti, um, anti, what, what is it? It would be anti-Zionist or what is it? Pro, if it was a pro, if it was a pro-Palestine, Pro-Israel, yes. If it was a pro-Israel march and a Jewish man got stabbed by, like, people started throwing uh, menorahs and dreidels at him and, like, took off his yarmulke and, like, wiped their asshole with it and put it back on his head. That'd be hilarious. Like, if he, (laughs) that'd be hilarious. This is, this is the thing. Uh, Sergeant showed one of the attacks on a video as a mob with prideful legs gathered around him. What are you doing? One man is heard shouting at a woman attempting to snatch Sergeant's poster. You realize you're assaulting him. She adds as the two are seen in a struggle. The woman let go of the sign and added, so I'm not hurting him. Sergeant posted the footage on Facebook and shared encouraging messages and received response. Some were struggling detransitioners while others were from upset gay fans. I'm a woman and lesbian, one person from Chile wrote. I detransitioned three years ago, and it's been a rough time. I want to say thank you for all that you've done. Another added, I caught wind of the ghouls who assaulted you at the Pride event in Vermont. I love that word, ghouls. (laughs) Because that's what they will look like. They will look like a ghoul. Uh, <laughs> I caught wind of the ghouls who assaulted you at the Pride event in Vermont. And all I want to say is that I hope you know not all young people who are down with the LGBTQABCDEFG nonsense. <laughs> not, oh, wait. I hope to know not all young people are down with the LGBTQABCDEFG nonsense. <laughs> I myself am fed up with it. I'm fed up with my self-hating peers, whether trying to convince me to transition or presuming I already am in the process. <laughs> I'm tired of local LGB, L, LBGT organizations pandering to trans people and not having lesbian or gay, ma- gay male support groups. I'm sorry, lesbians and gays, but you're old news. Get the fuck out. Nobody cares about you anymore. Just like... Nobody cares about black people really anymore. I mean, you had BLM. It would actually be hilarious if uh, a civil rights leader um, back in the 60s attended a BLM movement and tried to make it peaceful and then got beat by a mostly woke white mob and called him not the N-word, but something hateful, we'll say. I think that would be hilarious. I'm not sure. I mean, I could say, uh, uh, you know, we all know the big names, but I'm talking about somebody that was there side by side with the big men, the big women of the civil rights. And they showed up and was like, hey, I actually got beat by the cops. I got attacked by the dogs. I got water sprayed. Hey, you see that picture? Uh, uh, That's me. Yeah. Hmm. 
And then they're like, shut the fuck up. You should know better that all cops are bastards. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. Can we not burn down the city? We were doing peaceful protests. We were doing peace. This is not. And they just like Motorville cocktail brick. They, they cement whatever it is, a, a mud pie, a mud sling. They mud sling, mud pie. A, I don't know how old they would be. 60, 40, uh, 60, well, like an 80-year-old black male or woman that's like, can we just be peaceful? And then 20-year-old white, mostly white people just beat the shit out of them at a BLM. That's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. Or, or like, instead of a BLM, it's like a Puerto Rican. Like somebody... <laughs> It's like they beat a Puerto Rican person that was trying to make it a peaceful protest while the city burned and they just beat the fuck out of him. It's like somebody's abuela is trying to hit, is giving them fucking food to like calm them down because a bunch of people are hangry and they're like, fuck your chimichangas and just taking smashing into their face. And she's like on her back like a turtle and they're just taking turns smashing the food and she's choking and and it's getting into her, her esophagus and her mouth, and it's kind of like you see the air bubbles, and she's grasping, and she's like, please let me survive. Please let me survive. And she's Catholic, by the way. So the, so she's like, Jesus, Mary. Ooh. And she's got rosaries, and she starts counting them, and they're like, fuck, she's Catholic. I bet she raped a boy. And then they fucking curb stomp her. And they curb stomp somebody's abuela, um... Or something like that. That that's what this kind of reminds me of. Um, back to the article. Um, I'm tired of how boring my peers are with their thinking that cutting up their bodies means subverting gender. I sometimes wish I didn't know my history, so that I could stop hoping the community and camaraderie will be anything like it was in the '90s and earlier. Sergeant has spent decades establishing gay rights and lesbians, but fears efforts have been overcome by radical people in the LGBTQ+. See, this is what happens. You always, so something always gets subverted and radicalized. And a lot of the times, it's the government that goes in there, um, or it might not even be our government. It could be the CCP with TikTok. It could be Russia. I mean... We all know those are our two big enemies currently, and I I swear it um I think it was summer something and Cold War was like it only takes like one generation for us to overthrow or like to collapse a nation and this could be what's happening, but who knows? The nineteen sixty nine police raid of New York Stonewall pictured sparkled sparked the LGBT rights movement. <laughs> So this homeboy is like one of the founding members. He's he's like uh, uh, MLK or Rosa Parks or uh, whoever else. Those are the only two anyone fucking knows off the top of their head, right? <laughs> Activists are pictured gathering outside the Stonewall in two years after the riots in 1971 in order to push gay rights. Uh, Stonewall in. <laughs> I love how they're just beating the fuck out of old gay dudes. Uh, I had. I used to have to go to truck stops to blow them, even though they weren't gay. They just needed their dick sucks, and afterwards they fucking beat me. You pussies. <laughs> Sergeant has spent decades establishing gay rights, 
and les uh, rights for gay and lesbian people. But fears of efforts have been overcome by rad. I just that was that said it above. You're just telling me the same shit again. Um. Uh, he happened to stumble upon the first day of the riot in June 28, 1969, after leaving dinner with his friends, according to PBS. A year later, Sargent organized the first Pride March in New York City. Sargent is continuously recognized for his work and was recognized in 2019 for his work at Stonewall by the Association des Journalists LGBTQI Plus Out Dior Awards in Paris, according to his website. Yeah, so like, dude, they, he needs to summon the fucking French to come over here, the gay French, to put a hurtin' on these fucking people and just like smoke and light cigarettes on them. That would be cool. Like, that would be dope if Sergeant could become a sergeant of the French battalion and then show what's up in America. I guess this shows you that they don't know their history and I don't know their history, but if they truly um, wanted to know their history, if they truly cared about their history, if they truly cared about what has going on, if they truly cared about their predecessors in the actual struggle that has happened, they would know this man and they don't. And I'm pretty sure that people, and I don't know, like I just said, I just named the big two. Everybody knows MLK and Rosa. But, I mean, Fred Hampton, I guess. Uh, um, I'm sure if you asked somebody that really cared about civil rights and black issues whether it be a young person, a middle-aged person, or an old person that lived in it, lived through it, or was told by their grandparents about it or their parent, parents about it. They would tell you so much shit you didn't know. Names, dates, places. But I guess these people don't do their research. Um, I mean, fuck. I found out about Juneteenth from fucking Watchmen. And I think that's how, I mean, like white people, I assume, I'm speaking for myself at least, found out about that from there. And then I heard about it in public and I was like, oh, I, and it was like maybe a year before I heard it from a fucking TV show. And I'm sure it's always been a thing in a black community. And it just now so happened to reach you know, uh, notoriety now. Um, so yeah, I think uh, it is just insane. I think they're right. And by them, I mean, anybody who has this opinion, um, but this is a beautiful thing about opinions just, it, it might be right. It might be wrong. I, they might, I, I feel like they're pushing lesbians and gays out of the rainbow why i can't tell you um but i feel that way and it's interesting it's it's very it's very funny how i i guess 
I guess you always hate your own more, right? You always hate, like, I'm sure um, racist KKK people hate black people, but they but what they hate more is probably white people that cater to black people or white people that that um, try to imitate black people or, or, or just white liberals in general. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like um, most people are going to hate their own more because it's a reflection of themselves and it's easier. I, I don't know. I was going to say it's easier to hate yourself than others, but I guess not really unless you're a narcissist. Um, but it, I guess it's easier to hate um, others when you see aspects of yourself in them. I think that, yeah, that's what I was going for. That's what I, so they hate the simple fact this they say, they hate the simple fact that this old man had to go through what, I mean, he went through so much that these kids have no clue. They're like, ah, ah, I couldn't get to wear a dress at school. And he's like, I got my ass beat every day at school. Um, I got my ass beat every single day of my life. I, you know what I mean? Like, the struggles that they had to go through is nothing, nothing, nothing like kids these days. They have no clue. And I have no clue what that man had to go through to live and be proud of who he is and for them to attack him who has made so much progress for them to be able to wear a dress and it be somewhat normalized them to wear makeup and it somewhat be normalized fuck them man fuck them they don't they don't deserve (laughs) i don't know so anyways i would just want to leave you with one more clip um this is how it's going to end uh so it's about the vaccine and I do believe that if things turn out bad for the vaccine, they're going to blame Trump because early on it was Trump's vaccine, don't get the vaccine, yada, yada, yada. And then Democrats got in there and it's get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Um, once again, I'll, I'll just say i'm not a fan of either side some people say you can't do that can't do that like with russia and ukraine there's no good side there's no real justification of either thing you can say well nato or you can you know what i mean you can say the nato argument or you can say the russia argument but sometimes there's no good people on either side there's no good side but uh i'm gonna leave you with this of the democrats saying that they don't like the vaccine they don't trust the vaccine don't take the vaccine and this was not too long ago
I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. Let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? We will need to have access to the vaccine results so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that Donald Trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it. You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. Is the vaccine safe? Uh, Frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. And I wouldn't recommend to New Yorkers based on the federal government's opinion. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. Would you trust that vaccine? There's very little that we can trust that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. We cannot take for granted this process will be free of political influence. I don't trust the president, and I don't trust the FDA. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. You're going to say to the American people now, here's a vaccine, it was new, it was done quickly, but trust this federal administration and their health administration that is right now. How confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident. Yes, I would be hesitant, but I'm going to ask a lot of questions. You're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC saying it's safe. you got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus this is a safe vaccine. Uh, what I'm worried about is that there's some sort of October surprise and that there is a pressure put on the decision makers here to announce the vaccine in October of 2020. We're going to put together our own group of doctors and medical experts to review the vaccine and the efficacy and the protocol.